I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. Like a tribe called Quest, you say the whole thing. Welcome to a pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing, also known as the Black CNN and a revolution will be televised. I'm no brakes new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Each and every week, we write back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. And this week, I got a special guest. Um, how can I describe Kim? Well, maybe I should call her KJ, because we're all in KJ's world. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I first moved, to Georgia, to Atlanta, we um, it was a it was a, another group, um, and I got brought into that group by somebody from Maryland. And I was like, how you know people in Atlanta? And I got brought into that group, and I was in that group, and we uh had kickbacks, we had parties, we had pool parties, we went out yeah. to clubs together, and then that group migrated, and that group of people became, Kim, correct me if I'm wrong. But that group of people became KJ World. Oh, you're right. I'll, you're right about it. Okay. And then uh, when, when KJ KJ's World became, I guess, a, a Facebook group, if you will, um, it was much more than that. Um, we began to do more things, and it was uh, doing good in the hood. It was, you know, this event, that event, this event, that event. And Kim has been a, a, a peripheral figure in my life since I got to Georgia. And then we've, we've kicked it, we've talked, we've had conversations. Um, she's had me on her. Uh, I don't know if, if you recall what you do, a podcast or a live episode or how you would describe it, but um, great conversations whenever we're together. But I just hadn't had her here yet on a pod named Kickback. So we had to go from, you know, all those great encounters, all those great moments, I had to get her on this platform to bring into my world, to bring into new world. We've always been in KJ world. Okay. Let me get her in a new world. And not, not to mention, like, all the most beautifulest women in the world follow her. So whatever she say, go. Um, and fellas, be good to her tonight because she might find your next wife. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just saying. But um, Kim, welcome, welcome. How you feeling? Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. I feel good. I'm really excited to be in News World. Let me see what's going on in News World. What's happening? I'm excited. Man, I'm telling you, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about uh, 
all of the biggest stories of the week. As a matter of fact, when I posted your picture and said you was on, everybody went crazy. Oh my, you know, everybody just had something to say. I was like, here we go. But it wasn't nothing bad, but it was just like, you you have your own set of fans. I, I won't call them fans. You have your own set of supporters. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For real, you know, you, in real life. In real life. Yeah. For real. As a matter of fact, give me a second to, to post this to your page so your supporters in real life can, can, can see this episode. Um, but I want to start with, we always start with the high and low of the week. And we start with um, our highs and lows, what we've been going through. And I want to get your, uh, your high low of the week. But I'll go ahead and play the drop. Now, high low. Who wants to go first? I always say who wants to go first. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I think you should go first. It's your show. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, so my high low of the week. Right. My high low of the week. My high, um, I will say that I'll be uh, I'll be journey, uh, venturing back to these ATL streets very soon. That's my little brother. That's my another high of the week. <laughs> um, and it, it, it's been for those who don't know, you know, I, I had a sick parent and left and I, I haven't been in Atlanta outside of a weekend or two the whole year. Um, oh, wow. so I'm finally making my way back. I didn't make it a, like a big public announcement. Right. Those who know, no, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm making my way back. And so that's a high. Okay. Um, my low of the week. Um, I, I tell you, but I'll go with the, the, the woes of an entrepreneur. It's like, it's not every week isn't going to be the best week ever. Right. And, um, have, uh, uh, so yeah, you know about it. All about you know, it. Yeah. About it. So when I'm expecting to be here and I'm here. Right. Real talk. Let me, let me give you real entrepreneur talk. When you're okay. expecting to be here, uh-huh. here. You'd be heartbroken. Like, yes. like it's just it's just that that's the nature of the business because you never know when that is gonna run up here. Right. So this has to always stay here as long as it can stay here. And then when it, it if, if it happens to drop to here, you got enough time here that it doesn't affect you. And right. I um, I didn't hit my goal of the week. So that's my low. My okay. whole my high is I'm coming back to Atlanta. Okay. My low is I didn't uh, have the best week ever. Um, okay. What about you, Kim? Your high and your low. Ooh, ooh. Now listen, and I'm more of a storyteller, so bear with me. All right. Take your time. Take your time. But my low. Let me just let me introduce myself. So I, I I'm KJ, you know, and uh, I do a lot of things. One of my passions, the things that I'm passionate about, is children in education. And so you know, I live here in Florida now, and so coming from Atlanta and owning and operating my own school for over 20 years. I've been here in Florida working at facilities. Um, I decided, um, I had this moment where I decided for, I wanted something different. And so where I was working with preschool students, I decided to apply for a kindergarten position at a Christian facility. 
I was really okay. excited about this. This is something different. I'm still getting accustomed to working for someone. I had my own school for over 20 years, you know? And so uh, I applied, uh, they hired me. Um, they told me to go do the background check. She asked if I had any violent crimes or anything like that. Said, no, of course not. I do have a felony where when I, I was in my 20s, years old, I was caught up with some girls, you know, writing checks and things like that, um, which was over 30 something years ago. And so she was like, oh, okay, cool. And nobody will believe no you that it's over 30 something years ago. Yeah, I'm <laughs> 52. Just I just turned 52, baby. <laughs> Ow! Where's my round of applause at? Where's my round of applause? Let me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just turned 52. So I was like, okay, cool. She was like, cool. You start work Monday. That Saturday, Saturday, right before I was getting ready to start work, they called me and told me they decided not to go with me because of my criminal history. 30-something years ago, owned and operated my own school for 20-something years. And you tell me that. So that was a low for me. You know, like, what? 30-something years ago, a bad check? Really? The irony was you're a Christian facility, the ones that, you know, we forgive. We give second chances. So I was, that was a low. That was a really low for me because no matter what you do, no matter how good you are, somebody always finds your past to try to bring you down. My high was, it wasn't supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to be there. Okay. No matter how bad I thought I was supposed to be there, I wasn't supposed to be there. You understand? And so right be. after that, and once it resonated that I wasn't supposed to be there, well, I'll tell you, all type of doors begin to open, opportunities for me, things for me to do, things that I want to do, things that I'm passionate about. And so uh, that's my high-low for the week, you know? And so I'm, I'm reminded now that, you know, some, you know, sometimes if, those of us that, you know, say we have faith, you know, a lot of times we'll have faith or we'll pray to God or we're believing or we're manifesting a thing. In the middle of that, in that middle of being patient and waiting, mm -hmm. we lose faith, we lose hope and we go out. So in the middle of me saying, this is what I want. When things started getting challenging, like you're talking about those entrepreneurial moments, Things are getting challenged. I start looking for something else instead of holding on and waiting and waiting for what I confess to manifest. You understand what I'm saying? So that was a lesson for me today. And I hope that blessed somebody else to this week. I, th I think it will because it, it just real talk, it blessed me. Like I have this entrepreneurial journey is not easy. It is not for the weak. It is not for the timid. It is not for the of art like this some real shit like this is uh oodles and noodles this week steak next week you know yeah. until you figure this shit out yeah and everybody doesn't want to do that yeah and um, there have been moments that I, I didn't want to do it yeah i had to do it you know what i'm saying and yeah. so I, I agree i understand and um i'm glad you found your footing yeah because you, you got something to offer people are I pay attention to people that people are attracted to. That it's like some magnetic shit. 
Like I know yeah. people are attracted to me. I know that. I get it. But right. I've seen them be attracted to you. Yeah. I've seen people that I know personally be attracted, you know, like, I don't want to say in a weird way, but just, you know what I'm saying, just drawn to your energy, drawn to yeah, your just energy. Yeah, just energy, yeah. And, and you got it. Yeah. I, a thousand. If I didn't believe you had it, you wouldn't be here. Okay. You got it. You got it. 100%. She got it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's you real. It, you got it, girl. You got it. All right, now someone else who got it, but not not in a good way, uh -oh. um, in a bad way. Uh, -huh. uh, your I believe it was your high school prom date. Um, what's his name? D T. Donald. Oh, Donald Trump. Your high school date. Um, prom date. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, got, but not in a good way. Um, okay especially dealing with here in, in Georgia. Yeah. So you know that uh, Fannie Willis, who was taking down um, Young Thug, YSL, and going off to all the gangs here in Georgia. Yeah. She's paid some little bit of attention to Donald Trump and his, uh, his false campaign claims, his false election claims, and trying to get the election overturned. And him and 18 others, including Rudy Giuliani, were indicted and arrested. I guess right. turn himself in tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Taking care of, I guess, his bail. So he'll be out tomorrow, too. But the, the rest of the, well, the majority of the guys, their pictures came out today. I can't wait to see Trump picture. I got a feeling he's going to be smiling and laughing and just loving life because he knows he's going to get out. But right. You already know. Made the deal before he got in there. Exactly. Do you think that any of this, these things that Fannie did to uh, convict, well, to try to convict Young Thug and YSL, does she have any collateral here with trying to go after Trump, or was it just like a waste of time? We know he getting off, and you know, stick to the niggers. Is it? Is that what it is? Okay. So I, you know, uh. I'm not really good at being politically correct, you know? So this I just say, I say what it is. Correct, so say what it is. Okay. So I, I feel like, I mean, I, I like her intentions. You know what I mean? I feel like she bought business. She's really um, operating in her position and wanting to make a change. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But Trump understand the politics game. You understand? He got it down packed. So even though she is making motion you still i mean you still got to look at the fact that he already made a deal before he even turned himself in he already know what it takes to get out he's gonna take a picture and walk back out he's he's already while they're doing the republican um they're having a gop debate he's already scheduled a whole nother interview so ain't nobody gonna be watching the debate they're gonna be watching him like so he's gonna use right. all of this for a political game He's with Tucker Carlson tonight. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you know, we've seen him when he was indicted before go out and play golf and didn't even show up. Very true. Very true. I mean, it feels like at some point it's got to catch up with him, but maybe not. You know what I'm saying? You make a, a very valid argument. I um, I saw how, and of course, he's handling rappers and street dudes as opposed to a, uh, one of the presidents of the United States. 
exactly. But I think she exhausts all her options, and I want to see how far she can take it. Yeah. Because I don't even think the Republican Party wants Trump to run again. They want him out of here, in my opinion, to get DeSantis and some of the others. Well, you're in Florida. What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, they still they still down with Trump. They still down with Trump. They still believe in Trump. Um, I was watching an interview today where they were saying they Trump trust Trump. They trust Trump more than they trust their mama. You know, they're they're riding with Trump. DeSantis, they're like, ah, you know, but Trump, they love Trump. They mm. they support him. They they riding with Trump. With these indictments, all of that, they're like, yeah, technicality. They don't even believe it. Okay. They it's crazy. They are they are riding with Trump. If you if you I don't know if you looked at the updated polls, but the updated polls. Is in favor of Trump. DeSantis and all those other candidates are like, who is that? I had a, um an older white man that I knew. His name was Rick. I called him racist Rick. He uh -huh. felt like he wasn't racist because he can have a conversation with me. When his children called him racist, he said, you can't call me racist. I talk to Nile all the time. And he <laughs> that gave him his black card. Okay. He's like the most innocent, racist, discriminatory grandpa you could ever have. That's how <laughs> because he was a cuddly grandpa. He right. didn't know it better, but he but he didn't he didn't think he was racist. He thought he was that's just his generation. Um and he he emailed me like three months ago, like, we're not going with Trump this time, we're going with DeSantis, and can you pass this on to your followers? I was like, no, nigga. You, 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 I'm not going with your racist people. We're not, we're not doing it. Racist Rick. Um, but he, it, it led me to believe like, damn, are you really like y'all abandoning your boy? Cause he felt like Trump could do no wrong. Yeah. Like no wrong. And it was mind blowing. Um, but everybody keep abreast of what's going on across the country. Cause Trump has local and federal charges. Uh, pay very close attention to what happens in Georgia because if yeah. young thug is in jail, Trump needs to be in jail too. That's my personal opinion. Right. And, um, I agree. Keep watching upon that kickback so you can, uh, if you don't know what to think, we, we can at least give you the information and you can decide for yourself. And right. that is the information. Um, oh, 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 Berg, what up, Berger? One of my OGs back home say they, they're about to abandon Trump. And you think they're going to abandon him? Like that. Like that's how it looks, but in case they don't, because Kim is in Florida, she's telling us that's damn near grassroots, Kim. So if you telling us they're not really doing that, yeah, I gotta well, pay attention to that. Yeah, they're saying about sixty-three percent of Americans have an unfavorable opinion of the former president, while thirty-five percent view him favorably, and it just depends on who's uh, doing the survey. You know, but uh, word on the street, I still hear people in favor of Trump. You know, so oh, we'll see. Never going to abandon Trump. Okay, so the, my, my bad, Berg, I misrepresented your point. But he was agreeing with you, Kim. He was saying they're never going to abandon him. And Kim, mm. I like the fact that you looked that up and bring you on next week, too. You got this facts and shit. I'll bring you back. Um, but... <laughs> 
Um, I will. I do want to do um, something I just started, the Black Fact of the Week. And this kind of ties into our orgasm segment, which is music. And you know what? Let me find my music. My music I'm going to do music right now uh, really quickly. And so we can do this. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, boom. And this is music. It's the Black Fact of the Week. This is hip hop at 50 years old. Here we go. Fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother. You've got to buy your own. Kim, you remember that commercial, don't you? I'm going to play it for you again. Just tell me if you remember this commercial. Okay. I'm trying to find us on Facebook. Sorry. No, no problem. Uh, at midnight, you're not. You're too young to be watching TV, but you're still watching it. And then this commercial about some records and albums comes on. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother, you've got to buy your own. You remember that commercial? I know Burger remember that commercial. Cause I don't remember it. It was like the uh, the uh, what's the place where you could order like ten CDs for a dollar? Columbia House. It was the Columbia. I remember Columbia. Before Columbia House. Columbia House. And it was albums. And it had the Always and Forever. You see? All the old songs. And um, he'd be like, my brother, that's a great album. Let me borrow that. Like, no, my brother. You got to buy your own. And that's what we're doing here with the Igazo segment for music. Oh, my brother. You got to buy your own. And what I wanted to speak on this week was hip hop being 50 years old. I'm 47. I consider myself like, I, well, I am a rapper. I was a rapper. I put okay. out for 20 years. I don't wow. care what nobody say. I did songs with Quicksilver. I did songs with Raheem Devon. I did songs with Neptunes. I was on wow. I was a rapper. I ain't the dude that was in the basement. I was a rapper for real. And real for real. And okay. coming to DC doing shit with me. Like, I did it. I retired a long time ago, but I did it. And so hip hop wow. is very personal to me and me and a lot to me. And it's it's my thing. It's my baby. It's my love. And um hip hop turned 50 this week, this year, April 11th. Um shit, August 11th. And I want to shout out some of the ladies that contributed. Because when I look at everything, we don't always shout out the ladies. Okay. And I was influenced by some of the ladies. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, we can keep it 100. Like who? Like who? MC Light okay. was probably my biggest female influence. Because okay, so that's number one? Number one. Yeah, 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 number okay. one. Um, And I would go... So we have different things. We have who I liked, okay. who influenced me, and then who held a position. I'm gonna try to combine those right now. I'm gonna go MC Light number one, no matter what. No matter what category we go to, I was buying MC Light tapes. I was listening to them. Really? Nobody okay. wanted to hear it. I was in my own room, and, I, and when it converted to CDs, I was playing it as well, because that's how I felt about MC Light. Um, I thought Queen Latifah was special. Yeah. She was special. Yeah. Now, I agree with you there, Queen Latifah, yeah. That's why. And a little, Latifah, is the name you love? That little Jamaican accent, she used to, like Karen Rusty, she used to invoke that. Oh, I loved it, yeah. 
Um, I do think if we give it a title, Nicki Minaj has to be considered the greatest female rapper ever. Yes. I don't know how we cannot. Like she has. Yes. In in a positive way, she is seated on all the top male rappers. Yeah, she did. She had had bars. They don't know what bars are now. She had bars. And we gotta gotta give that to her. Yeah. I would, um, who else would I start up throwing? Oh, I gotta throw this in there. This is old school. And Kim, I, you, you're, you're, you know, we're in the same age range, so you should be able to appreciate this. I gotta go with Salt and Pepper. Like Salt and Pepper. Yeah, I'm, from, salt. I'm from DC. Yeah. And we have go go music, and that's our own little music. Yeah, like, I've, you know, I've everybody has their own go go music. Yeah. Thank you. And, Listen, and let me tell Pepper, you, Salt and Pepper had uh, me and my best friend in high school, we called ourselves Coffee and Cream. Oh, shit. <laughs> Salt and Pepper inspired us. You know, so, you know, at any time, you know, I got some bars, you know what I'm saying? You want, you know. Hey, we, 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 we might, I might come out of a time from podcasting and do another. T- Actually, this is the 25th year anniversary of my debut album. And uh, okay. Burger's on his line right now. Think, uh, oh, you know, round of applause for me. Where my damn round of applause at? I never give myself no credit. Yeah. Shout out to Burger because he was there with me when I recorded this, my debut album, and he was on damn near every song. Um, but having said that, um, Salt and Pepper were one of the hey, biggest influences. Hey, and they used Go Go. So everybody in DC was like, we love Salt and Pepper. They're using our music. And that was Herbie okay. Love Bug that made the beat. But My Mic Sounds Nice yeah. was a go-go song. It was a really sample. But the Congos and the drums was DC music. So when we heard it, everybody in DC was like, oh, they from DC. And then we found out there was some Queens. And we was like, why are they using our music then? But their manager was from DC. Yeah, he put them on. Heroes. Like a uh, kid in play, that Ola, Ola, hey, roll and roll and roll with kid in play. Right. That was go go. That was DC's music. That was our music. So we were watching these New York people getting rich on our music, and we didn't know whether we should clap. Do we clap? Or do we be like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't know what to do. But um, at the end of the day, yeah. shout out to Salt and Pepper, kid in play. But uh, this is focused on Salt and Pepper, Salt okay. Pepper and Spinderella for. Um, taking hip-hop to the next level. Because they didn't just do it for go-go. They did it for hip-hop. Yeah. And they, made a, they, made a, they made a mark. Who, who, who you got, Kim? Who, who you look at as, like, the ladies that have made, you know, strides in hip-hop? I mean, we got a billion of them, but who affected Yeah, you? but you know what? I love Missy Elliott. She from Virginia. That's DMV. Shout out to the DMV. <laughs> You know what? You know, uh, she was able to make a mark without selling sex. We jammed to all of her music. You know what I'm saying? And they, they were, they were jams. You know what I mean? We were still rapping them. We were still singing them, shaking and all of that. But she didn't sell sex. You know what I mean? She no, had she to get butt sex. naked to make she her music. Sell, she didn't sell sexy. Missy yeah. got woman and man. And well, Missy yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. She didn't sell. Herself. I mean, a sex appeal like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her body. Yeah. 
I, I like this. Oh, you know what? Because he keeps saying this. And well, I, I can't and see what Burger is saying. What is Burger saying? Uh, Roxanne Shante crushed the whole UTFO. This is what I'll say. Female MCs, talent-wise, I will go right now. Nicki Minaj, MC Light, Roxanne Shante. Roxanne Shante was 15 years old and she yeah. started the lyrics. And she yeah. was a monster. So you are 100% right. Peace to the queen, Roxanne. What up, Shonda? Oh, that, that's, that's one of my baby mamas. I, uh, you know, uh, we can't really talk about that off off mic, but you know, you See, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so he, Roxanne Shante, you were saying fifteen? She did that. Fifteen. Yeah. And she came out so Foxy Brown and all of them. Foxy Brown got a shot off Fox. Um, they came and did their thing. The, the ladies came, saw, and conquered. Um. Anybody else? Oh, I'm going to shout out the Lady of Rage. This might be an opportunity to just shout out the sisters that did their thing. So I'm, I'm, if I say a name, you got a name, you say a name. But let's okay. just shout out the queens because okay. that company, that's happened enough. Roxanne Shante, um, I'm going to say J.J. Fad because um, they yeah. did a Grammy. Got to give it up to them. Lauren Hill. We got to yes. give it up to Lauren. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Miss Hill. Um, Get it right. Storm that rock with Tupac and Thug Life. I was the biggest Tupac, Tupac fan, so Tupac. I listened to a thousand Storm verses. Um, Boss, I loved Boss. You remember Boss? I don't remember Boss. She was a West Coast Cali female MC, but they gave her like all the hard NWA beats. She okay, was, and Burgers reminded me, gotta say. Shout out to the queen of the DMV, queen of D.C., Minnesota Avenue, nonchalant. She actually stepped back. We, we were battling for a beat. And she was like, get a nigga to beat. So I got to And I took the beat. So I got to give the queen nonchalant all her praise. Shout out to nonchalant. We love you. Yo, yo. Hear you. And you were D.C.'s finest. Um, yo, yo. You can't yo, play yo. with my yo, yo. Yeah. Like, what can we say about that? What yeah. can we say about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to take it back. Um, Kim, Sweet Tea on the smooth okay. tip. You remember her? Yeah. You do? Okay. Charlie Baltimore, Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown. Come Foxy on, Brown. we miss Lil' you Kim. Put, you put Brown. Eve in there? Got to put Eve in there. Um, let's let's get a couple more queens before we get out of here. Um, oh, oh, the new queen. Um. I love her so much and I can't think of her name right now. Rhapsody. Okay. Rhapsody, she's a current artist who spits circles around 95% of the dudes. It's R-H-A-S-P-O-D-Y. Look up Rhapsody. Like she has up. an album. Um, and every song on the album is a name of a positive black woman. Okay. And every song has a positive message. Now she get grimy too. Let's not paint her okay. into the she's only positive box. She okay. spit her shit, but she got the the queen businesswoman. She got the the queen hoe. She got the queen fashion designer. She did all that on one of those. I can't think of the name of the album, but please remember Rhapsody. I'll check her out. She's the one. Not the two. Got the brat. One. Oh, the brat. I had the biggest crush on the brand and see it every time. Yeah, but everybody was like, Brett, like a, a dude. I was like, you don't see them hips. I see. 
I don't know what you're looking at. Like her clothes baggy, but I, I seen them cheeks. You saw the hips in between that, all of that. Yeah, exactly. Huh? And Alan Iverson dated her for like five years. Like she, really? Yeah. Well, she just I'm not uh breaking news. She admitted that on the internet a few years ago. So I don't want nobody looking at me back home, like, why you tell that? Though she said it before me. I didn't say it. I'm just mentioning mentioning it. Um no name. The, uh, she used to be called the No Name Gypsy. No Name got some fire bars for people that are looking for ladies that can okay. rap. And Kim, am I Miss oh, Burger said Miss Melody? You can tell Burger old school. This nigga yeah. said Miss Melody. Rest yeah. in peace to Miss Melody. You did do your thing. You were amazing, and we appreciate you. We do. Um, anybody else? Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the queens. We yeah. can never go wrong with shout out the queens. But now we got to shout out something that was very, very uh, uh, painful. This was something that you never want to happen. And um, it's our what the fuck story of the week. Oh. And this is actually, uh, let, me, let me pull it up first. Uh, one of my songs, I don't say that in a braggadocious way, especially not after this occurrence, but it is. It's the mayor. So I will what the fuck story of the week. Right. Um, rest in peace to Caleb Farley and his family. Um, he lost his father. He, uh, NFL player, he purchased his father a million dollar home and it exploded. That's crazy. Can That's you imagine crazy. You make you and your father's train, you make it to the NFL, you get the big bucks, you finally get that big check. Dad, I'm buying you a house. Right. And then the house explodes, killing your father. I I, I can't imagine. And this is a it's a fucking tragedy. I don't, yeah. I don't know a way to describe it. I'm with you on that. No, you have no words. How? What? That's crazy. I've never known a house to explode. The and whole I'm, house. Yeah, I'm not being flipping about everywhere. That. Yeah, I'm not being flipping about that. I'm saying, like, imagine you live in a house, right? Humans, everybody watching this. You live in an apartment. You live right. in a car. You live in a something. Imagine right. you got your 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 parents there, and then it just explodes out of nowhere, and they're no longer here. And I don't That's want to depress anybody. I'm not here to be the, the bearer of bad news. I definitely wanted to. Be like, what the fuck? And send my condolences or send our condolences to the K- the Farley family. Um, Caleb Farley, I don't know how you start this next season in the NFL under these circumstances. Yeah. Because it's crazy. But rest in peace to your father. And yes. you know, prayers up for everybody that was injured. Yeah. Um, but thank God, you know, the people that got out got out. Yeah. Man, 
Kim, what, what, what you, I don't know what else to say. There, there, you said it. You said it. That's that's crazy. I can't imagine. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like you said, we offer our condolences. I can't imagine. Can't imagine saying, Pops, when I make it, I'm going to take care of you. And something like this happens. Do they know what happened? What caused the explosion yet? Uh, not yet. But they're going to reveal it, I guess, at, at some point. At some point, you know, you know, we're going to find out at some point. But they were saying, do they maybe, feel like it's something fraudulent? Or, I mean, not yet. They're saying okay. that maybe gas, something, you know, gas um, combusted in a particular area, and it just bad timing, just mm. you know, undetected, pretty much. Wow. So I don't even know. I'm not rich enough to know these conversations, but I would say. Um, check the gas. I mean, yeah, because yeah. I don't even know what how that happens. But just check the gas whenever yeah. you think about it. You know, check yeah. it. Is that Rich the carbon oil. monoxide detectors that we have in our homes that people mm -hmm. should check along with the smoke detectors? Yeah, yeah. Check. Yeah, we're we're too far in technology to not be informed. You know, to uh, prevention is so important. You know, so if there is a way to prevent things like this from happening, you know, let's do our due diligence. This is so unfortunate. So unfortunate. Yeah. And another unfortunate event that um we have to address, and I don't even want to because this is just ugly and disgusting to me. But we have to address it. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Dumb. Right. This is our Don't Be Dumb Award. Gunplay, uh, recording artist for MMG, which is Rick Walsh's label. Um, he got into some issues a few months ago. He was at his own birthday party, and they played 50 Cents in the Ghost Shawty. It's your birthday. He went off and he went crazy. And he said, you know, cut that off. He tried to fight the DJ, destroyed the DJ's equipment, and was like, I'll kill everybody in here. Don't touch me. Don't move, don't move me. Don't touch me. I'll kill everybody. And we all were like, it's his birthday, maybe a crazy issue. He went too far, but you no. Know, you know, time will go by. Whatever. Right. And to find out that he was playing Call of Duty. And his child, his six-month-old baby, and, and his child's mother were apparently making too much noise for him. So he goes and grabs a rifle. A, not a handgun, a rifle. And aims it, allegedly, at his child's mother and son. Like, don't disturb me while I'm playing the game. One, there's no video game you could play that's that important that, you, that you're willing to, to murder your child's mother and your child, your six-month-old child. That's just, no. That, that's just, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand your pressure. I don't get none of that. But, um... To Are you that, kidding me? Are you kidding me right I am, now? I am not kidding you. This happened. He was locked up. 
And I, and I thought, like, maybe she's going to come on and say, he didn't do that. All he right. did was tell us to shut up. And I was, you know, I was nervous. But she said, no, he's back on those drugs. He's back using. And this is wow. what he did. And I'm like, wow, dog. Like, you pulled a rifle on your child's mother. And that is child's mother. Your girlfriend slash child's mother. Right. And your, and your child, child, your baby. <clears throat> I, I, I don't even know what to say. He wins. He wins the award. That's dumb. That's the dumbest shit you could do. I, and I think that he threw his life away. I don't think this is going to go away. And it I don't should think not. That if she re- recants her story next week, it's going to go away. You fucked yourself. Wow. And at least as far as your career goes, you're done. I don't right. want to hear nothing you got to say no more. Exactly. And I'm a fan. And he doesn't have many. Let me be real. <laughs> a lot of us like his music because it's raw. Mm-hmm. But raw and this ain't the same thing. Being raw isn't the same thing as being reckless and careless and dangerous and foolish. We like the raw part. We don't like the other parts. Right. Did Rick Ross have something to say about this? He hasn't spoken about it yet. Okay. DJ Envy did. Well, at least to my knowledge, Rick Ross didn't say anything. At least to my knowledge. But DJ Envy just read it because DJ Envy and Gunplay had issues. Gunplay had an issue with DJ Envy mentioning the fact that he had to get uh, public assistance for his child when Rick Ross is supposed to be his his boy. That's your boy? But you got to get public assistance? I don't know. And then now I'm looking at this and it's like, you disrespected my child. You know, you talked about my child and you just, my my wife was offended. And then now you're aiming a gun at your child. So, I mean, that, that's a lot different than what DJ Envy did. Uh, obviously, he did more. Wow. He was on child's detriment. So, these dudes don't be thinking out here now. It sounded like Jive Burger said that's wild. I think all of that is an understatement. For you to pull a gun on your child's mother and your child, or, or you do it with your child's mother and your child is there. Yeah, I'm trying to. I mean, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, you're not thinking. This is ridiculous. You know, I don't know what kind of drugs. She said he was back on those drugs. What the lean? Uh, I don't know. You would know. To be honest, uh, I would assume yes, the lean, and yes, something else. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I say yeah, that's pretty dumb. Cocaine abuser. Cocaine. Yeah, and he's from Florida, Kim. I know you. I, I don't want to make you the ambassador for Florida, but you are. I'm not gonna say what part of Florida, but you are in Florida. I Is am this in Florida. Thing? A thing that you've seen around is this something that's more common that than we know? Uh, you know, you know, I've been here now four years, and um, on Damn. my on my I know it don't seem like that long. It's been four Damn. years, but on my street, uh, there has been a murder. I want to, I want, I don't want to say once a week, but I want to say maybe twice a twice a month. 
Wow. It's on my street. Uh, we just had another okay. young lady, 13, fighting with people, killed. Um, so I don't know if it's drug related. I don't. I don't know what's taking place, but there are uh, there are a lot of deaths with the young people. There are a lot of people snapping. There, I'm seeing a lot of uh, situations where there's no patience. There's no tolerance. There's no walking away. Like you just can't say that uh, my shoes are ugly. Like you say my shoes ugly, you gotta die. You know, um, type of situations, and it is out of control. It is out of control. Um, unfortunately, you need to move off that block. <laughs> huh? Burger says you need to move off that block. It's crazy. You know, I just I just did a, a back to school event on this block. Um, I had over 2,000 people to show up. Clothes, shoes, toiletries, you know, just giving it away. People are hurting. People are in need. But at the same time, these things are happening because we're... We're, we're, I feel like we're allowing it to happen. You know, you're talking about the pioneers of rap, but you have to think about the things that they rapped about, how they motivated, how they encouraged. Now our, our, our entertainers, you know, the focus is encouraging our children. You know, they're walking around with two cups. They're, they're encouraging lean. They're encouraging the snap. You know, they're encouraging violence. So... You live by the sword, you die by the sword. This is, this is, these are the babies from that, which we have, they've been fed. They don't know that it's not real. They don't know that you're pretending. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. yeah. And I want to, there's so much I want to do, and I'm not in a position to do everything I want to do, but there's so much. And just even hear you talk about that, it's like, do more like like there's more that can be done in in, in the georgia neighborhoods in the dc neighborhoods i was raised in in the florida neighborhoods you live in now i just feel yeah. like it's just more that can be done and I, i'm gonna yeah. myself to do more because i okay. know more to be done um and i think a part of that is not always speaking about the negative and giving them credit where credit is due when something positive happens. So I definitely wanna give, give some round of applause. And um, if it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you're on a, you're on a marathon, you know? So on your marathon, I wanna give you your credit. And that was the good brother Nipsey Hustle talking right there. And the credit goes to Shikari. <laughs> Kari, sis, I, and being a person who was her, I can't say her biggest fan, but a fan, and right. seeing her lose to the Jamaicans, and everybody, because she didn't just lose, I lost. Right. To me. Right. Oh, yeah, your girl, I told you, she, she needed to get her shit together, and she needed to, and so I lost that, too. I'm sure I didn't feel it the way she felt it. Right. But I lost it because everybody came to me. Oh, that's your girl. That was your da, da, da. And I, I didn't have nothing to say. And I was like, she's going to get better. It was like, oh, now she's working weed. And I was like, fuck. I don't know what to say. Like, right. I, lost her race. Now she's smoking weed. And now she, uh, that's still my girl. Right. You know, I don't know what to do, but I'm, I'm rooting for her. Right. I'm say. And I didn't even, 
watch this event. I just kept maintaining that's my girl. I'm going with her. Like, I don't care. And it was like, right. It was like, your girl won. I'm like, who? who? Ashanti? Who? Who? Who, who, who won what? <laughs> it was like, no, your girl Shikari. I'm like, oh, what's she win? Like, the, the Olympics, nigga, she was in the race. She was in the race? When it was the race? Right. I missed that race. It was like, it just happened. And then I went to YouTube, of course, and I saw it. Right. And I was like, and that, not that I'm a fair weather fan, I, I endured the hard part. I just didn't know the good part was coming. So I'm right. standing up for her everywhere I go. I right. just had no idea that she had my back too. And so as much as I'm standing up for her and I'm getting clowned and talked about, she had my back. How about that? One. And I was so, it is, nothing is more beautiful than rooting for somebody and standing on line for somebody and telling everybody, that's my person. And right. then you might miss a, an event. And then everybody goes, your person won. And you're like, who? Shakari? God, I told you. Yeah. That's all I can say was, I told you I wasn't leaving her. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't leaving her and she won. And she beat the people that beat her. Yeah. And the people that beat her. Uh, uh, Congratulated her. Yeah, and they were our people. They yeah. were black people. Make so she, her biggest competitors were us. How about that? Us to say, watch this. It was our people. And then she beat them. And they congratulated her. And Shikari Stevenson, I believe that's her last name, is number one. And <laughs> I'm a goddamn honor. Plus, my 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 my, my shit be acting crazy. I don't I don't I don't even wanna act. Uh, let me see. Hold on, hold on. It's just crazy. I'm gonna stick beside him. Oh, but Deal that, that, that wasn't what I was going for. Come on, <laughs> I was like, no button. But you know what? I'm gonna stick beside him. I'm gonna stick beside her. Beside her, yeah. Beside her, and I love I'm it. so happy for her. Um, what do you want to say, Kim, about that? Because I know you're happy for her, too. I am. I am so excited. I never left her side. She's she's right there with the Falcons with me. I stick beside the Falcons. And so I was excited to know that she had won. I loved the momentum. I loved how it felt, you know, when she crossed that line and the other team, the other ladies, the Jamaicans, how they embraced her, how afterwards they took their pictures, you know, they selfies and everything. Like we did this, you know, it wasn't no hard feelings or nothing that. So I, I love it. I'm so proud of her. She's grown so much, you know what I mean? So that was just awesome. That was awesome. Yes, and I hope I hope all the little girls are watching, you know, and they see, you know, no matter what they say, you can't do, you can't. It's mind over matter. Man, that was everything. Had me out there running again. I started running yesterday, like, you know, shoot. <laughs> I'm out there, well, I don't run. I do like a uh, walk, jog, but I'm out there every day. I'm out there okay, walk, okay. Jog. I gotta drop this weight. I got so when we start doing the podcast next next month, it, it'll be full body shot, and I'll be oh, uh, okay flexing on him. Yeah, how are you doing? Flexing on him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I promise you, it's coming. Okay, we're gonna uh, be looking. Yes, man. To see yes, some. Man. Now, I would this or that. 
before we get into it, because Kim, um, I didn't have a this or that this week, and you you helped me out with the this or that. Um, and I'll say with fidelity. So before I play the this or that anthem, uh, I'm gonna give you a second to think about it. You know what we talked about? Uh-huh. I didn't, you didn't tell me that's what uh, cheating uh-huh. and, and how people feel about you know cheating and infidelity okay. and that's gonna be all this or that and okay. then we're gonna wrap it up. So I'm gonna go ahead into the theme song. And I gotta do it that way because YouTube is always trying to block my monetization. And if I play a song that big, they'll be like, 12 cents for you. I'm like, you gotta relax. You gotta relax, YouTube. So I won't play the whole thing all the way through. But this or that. Um, are you comfortable introducing it? Or you want me to introduce it from what I felt like you meant? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with introducing. You know right. that. Hands it. This, okay, this, so... this, this is KJ's show. Do you think? I'm going to sit back. <laughs> okay, so this week in News World, this this or that, we were talking and we were trying to think of a topic. And so I wanted to talk about, I wanted to revisit infidelity. I don't even know if you call it infidelity anymore you know, because of all of the different situations and the different types of relations that you can have now? Is it even considered infidelity? Is it poly? Whatever the case may be. But I was just curious how people feel about infidelity now. Are they okay? Is this something that's accepted now, long as you don't know about it? Or you, it's okay long as you don't know about it, you know? Uh, is everybody sharing? I was just curious now. I wanted to know, you know, is it this or that? Or, you know, what they doing out there? Exactly. And I, I think we should start with what we're doing. Okay. Um, with me personally, mm-hmm. um, if I am in a polyamorous situation, of course, I don't mind um, co-mingling, I guess you could call it. Okay. I'm in a poly situation, it will poly varies. So I can be in a part of a situation where the woman is like, I want you and you only, and maybe one other woman. That's that's poly. A part of the situation would be I'm married to another guy, but I still want you new. Okay. Poly could be I'm dating you new, but I still want to date other men. So okay. you have to figure out what poly works for you. Um, that's a lot of poly. And it's 80 billion more versions. That's just three. It's, it's, it's 100 more. So I think you got to take it with, you know, with the individual situation. But if we're talking monogamous, I am dating one woman and we are to be faithful to each other. No outside dating, no poly. Monogamous. I... I am not divorcing my wife of 20 years with a kid or two because she fucked another man. I'm not doing it. I'm not. If we, if we have built a 20-year life, we have probably built a business together because of who I am. We probably built a business together because of who the woman I would marry is. And we probably raised our children to be amazing humans because of who she would have to be for me to be with her. So if she stepped out, you know, 
one night, I don't think that's a reason to destroy the relationship. It's going to be rough. I'm, I'm not, you know, I ain't saying it's going to be easy. I ain't saying we can go back to Kumbaya the next day. But I, I don't, I'm old school. I don't believe in throwing away a Bentley because it got a dent in the fender. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Now, if I got an ace, well, and I wouldn't have an ace girl. If I had an ace girl, of course, I'm going to give it to her immediately. But I, I'm not the kind of person that would have an ain't shit girl. So I'm, I'm going to have this amazing, beautiful woman, intelligent, business-minded, that has made hundreds of thousands of dollars. And one night, she fucked this other dude. That woman, I'm not throwing away because she just fucked another nigga. Well, I mean, now I, I hear you saying it, and I just feel like you might as well just put on uh, a unicorn helmet because that ain't how it is out here in these streets. That sounds good, but it's not like that. And so you're like one of a kind, if that's what you're saying, because the men can't even look the other way without them having a problem. Men egos get bruised really easily. And to for a man to know, unless it is established that they are in a poly type relationship and their woman steps out and sleeps with someone else and they know it, they're not having that. They can't handle that. So I just, I feel like you're just righteous. That's just, you know, a special situation. I I think it's probably a little different because I I do date polyamorously. So it's kind of like, not that I got a cheat code, or, but that I'm, that that totally lends itself to me accepting a different experience just because of my experience. You know what I'm saying? So if I wasn't polyamorous, but actually before we had a term called polyamorous, okay. I was like, I ain't breaking up with my queen because she slipped up once because I know how um, fallible I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know when I cheated, uh-huh. she just had a fat ass. And I was weak. That ass was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't love her. Uh-huh. I didn't want to leave her. I wasn't going to leave you. I've had women break up with me because I cheated with a woman I only wanted one night with. And I'm like, dog, I wanted to be with you till we die. I just wanted to fuck her once. And you were leaving me? Yeah, like like I, I, it did. It didn't compute to me. Okay. Like, like now, now what I'm saying is, I wanted this woman for life. Mm-hmm. Wanted one night with this one. You right. Me because I had one night with this one, but I still wanted to be with you forever. That's different. If the woman is cheating on me because she loves another man. Ain't nothing I can really do about that. If you love him and you want to be with him, then you cheated, then you just need to get the fuck on and be with him. Right, that's different, right? But um, we all have our passions. I have fucked women, and I would never leave my girl for it. It ain't close. It ain't an entertainable conversation. It is, well, you know, we was, are you all your fucking... I love her. Are you crazy? 
are you crazy? Like, what's going on in you? Like, are you crazy? Literally. I am in love. You know, I, I did what I did. But you tripping if you think I'm leaving my wife. And I think that that's something that women of a certain generation probably, because I know women do it now, nowadays too, which is why it's like it's thrown in your face. Uh, for men, men feel like it's all in our face. Like, like, I always felt that way. Like, I know the difference between a woman that I'm having some fun with and my wife. And that doesn't excuse me, like, oh, I get to do whatever I want whenever and as long as I go home with my wife. But if there's a one-week moment, I'm not going to be with my wife because she got weak one night. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because my wife ain't going to be the pretty girl that I just like to fuck. My wife is going to be my my, 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 my my family's best friend or, or to some degree of that. She can be a homegirl's homegirl. She going to be like, I'm not throwing, like I ain't throwing away at Bentley because he got a dent in the fender. Um, I don't want it to happen multiple times. But if it happens, I'm not throwing it all away for that. Me personally. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know now. I'm I'm listening, and I I hear what you're saying. I and I just um uh, I don't know. I I feel like I do feel like today that more women are. It appears to be more accepting to sharing, um, as opposed to um a time where you used to hear women saying no, you know. I'm not, you know, this and that. Um, I hear more women more open to uh, polygamy relationships, polygamist relationships, um, uh, and so forth. Or if polygamous, say it again. Is it polygamous or polyamorous? Polyamorous, polyamorous relationships. Um, I do hear more ladies saying, long as they don't know about it, they're okay. Like, it's almost like they're giving their man a pass. You know, don't bring it to me. I've been not, you know, I don't want to hear about it, so to say, as long as you're still taking care of home kind of thing. So I just, I feel like um, things have shifted, you know, as far as relationships. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about it? Can your man be everything that you need him to be? But maybe, it, I'm, I'm, and I'm not a... a I don't view this in a reckless and disrespectful tones. I view this in, you know, this random moment he dipped out. Not that he dip out all the time and you got accepted and he do it once a week. No, I, I don't, I'm not speaking to that crap. Right. But some people might not feel like it's crap, so I'm, I won't call it crap. I'm not speaking to that. What I'm speaking to is this year, next year, some year, he got caught up finally mm-hmm. and did something. Is that grounds to end everything? If you really want to be together forever? Uh, to be honest now, that's why I'm single. I'm so not good with that. I feel like if we make a decision, if we make an intelligent decision and we say that we are in a monogamous relationship, 
um, especially with me, you know what I do as far as dealing with people and events and so forth. And so I have all of these barriers, you know, don't do this, don't look this way, don't talk this way sort of thing. And then the moment I say, hey, now I ain't seen you so long and I hug you, it's a problem, but yet you're sticking your entire penis in someone. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done because I'm, I'm faithful. I'm faithful to a T, you know? Um, so uh, I agree, whatever, whatever you agree upon, you know, when you're establishing a relationship, whatever it is that you agree upon, that's what we're doing. Now, if you make an intelligent decision to do something else, if you just couldn't resist that big booty there, you know, you just had to see what it was like when you got me at home, that makes me feel like I wasn't enough. So I will leave you with that big booty and you know and so that's the reason why i'm still single you know okay i i'm mean, not mad at that i don't think you're wrong in that i just think that what's missing sometimes is how the man thinks and yeah. what i want to what i would like to and i don't want to pick up take up for the cheating dudes they just be cheating because they just greedy i don't want this to be that this okay. is not, ladies, this is not for the dude that fucked every girl he worked with and fucked all of your friends. He trash. I'm talking about the guy that made a mistake once. This one random night, he did it. Um, I believe, because of who I am, he loves you and he cherishes you and he let the little head talk to the big head and he fucked up. And maybe yes. that man, that one, is worthy of a second chance. The the ain't shit dudes that always got, they always got a one moment, they always got a one conversation, they always got the one time they slipped up. Don't be dumb, ladies. I'm not going. I'm not even going to tell y'all short. You know who that is, and I mean like. Because I have cheated on a woman that I wanted to be with for life. This got caught up. Yes. And so as women, we don't, we don't, we can't understand that. That that just does not make good sense to us. If you if you want to be with someone, your life, no matter how big that, because first of all, no matter how big the booty is or how good they look, you have so much invested in your relationship why 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 even risk it that big booty may have some other stuff tied to it some bad ph some bad old all of that and just just to go in just to see you risk an entire relationship with someone you want to be with i'm gonna be honest um there's a part of me that's like yep when you're right no 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 yep in, in the way you're right like right. I'm gonna be uh, uh, self-congratulatory. Like, nah, you're right. I wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, you're right. I get it. But there's a part of me that was the other person, and I know what I felt as the other person. Like, I know, I know. I didn't want. I, I know that if I could have taken it back, I would have. It wasn't worth it. But I was young, and I made mistakes, and that, that's why I'm like. There's some credence to be given to that because me being, well, maybe I would have never learned if the girl wouldn't have done me. So 
So maybe that's the lesson. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Yeah. You cheat, you get dumped, nigga. Like yeah. that. Too bad for you. But I know, yeah. like, I'm I'm not a cheater. Like at this age, I'm not a cheater. I don't cheat. Okay. I don't get. Well, you don't have to because you you're poly now. But every woman I date isn't poly. So if I date a woman who's not poly, and we decide on a monogamous relationship, now I'm held to that standard. Really? How do, how do you how do you go from being free and being in a situation to that to controlling yourself? Is that not hard? How do you go from dating multiple men to settling down with a boyfriend? Is that not hard? How do you date multiple men? Who does that? You never dated more than one man at a time? I guess everybody has their own definition of dating. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Because to me, to do me, me a fa- do me a favor. Can you send this to my Facebook page? This right here? Yeah, because it's not showing. Okay, let me figure this one out. You see how I took the tension, attention off of me? I, I see how you did it, but we coming back to you. Don't, 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 don't think you got away, Miss Kim. Don't think it. We coming back to you. <laughs> But have you ever dated someone or dated more than one man at a time and then decided I only want one? No. I'll I'll date. Um, because when I date, I date with a purpose, you know, or I'm just not dating. So if I'm dating um somebody like it's for me, it's really, really hard to get to know that person by just dating a whole bunch of different people. So I'll date. And if we find out, uh, uh, okay, that didn't work, and then I'll date someone else. But I, I haven't been able to date. Now, hang out or go out, not be intimate, da 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 da. Yeah. But I don't know. See, with me, I. Did you do uh, it? I've, I've done it. Uh, that, that, that's kind of what I know. Like I've dated um, one, you know, one woman at a time. I've dated multiple women at a time. I've dated. That that's kind of um, that's the game. You meet one woman. You, let's say you go to a club. You get two girls' numbers, and then the next day you text both of them. Then for that next yeah. week or two until that first date, you're talking to both of them. You don't know who's one or who's not the one. You just hey, good morning, good morning. How you doing? How you doing? Okay. Uh, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? And then you, whoever is the first one, you go on that date. And you go, I, I, she was cool. I got a okay. date Thursday with the other one. And then you go on that date. And then now you have to make a decision. Who do I like the most? And then you figure it out. And then that goes from, you know, day, you know, week two to week 30. And the next thing you know, you're like, I've been dating both these girls for a year now. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's crazy. And it happens that fast. Um, wow. Or it can happen that fast. At my big age and what I'm wow. going through, it doesn't really happen like that. After like two or three days, I'm like, are we getting married or like, what's going on? I don't think I like you. No, no, we're not. But, oh, wow. You know, okay. but at, at this age, I think that's how we all move for real. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Kim, here's a question. Here's a question for you. Okay. And to break this down. Um... You're dating, you, you, you've you met a man you like. Okay. You've gone on one date, and it was a good date. 
you have a second interaction, and that's good too. And um, you decide, you, you text them on, let's call it a Sunday. Text them Sunday at two. No, 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 no. Better yet, you FaceTime him Sunday at two. He doesn't answer. He texts you at 219. Hey, I got your text. I got your call. My bad not responding. What's the goodie? And oh, oh, let me ask this. What do you do with that exact moment? You've been on one date. Want to have guest interactions and you FaceTime him and he, and he didn't answer and eight minutes later he texts you like hey what's up I just saw I missed your text I saw I missed your FaceTime call what do you do with that exact moment I text back and say okay give me a call when you're free that's what I thought so if, if someone were to hit were to respond with or not respond ignore uh cancel it's over, and um, because of that missed call, <laughs> and you said, "Hey, yo, I was doing this, and I called you. You didn't answer. You didn't do this. You, you're tripping." And they're like, "No, you didn't answer that call when I called you at the time." And it's like, oh, I was doing something," and I and then like I hit you back the next day. I hit you back nine minutes later. I was doing something. You gotta relax. I don't have to relax. You need to answer anytime I call. Right. How would you how would you respond to somebody telling you you need to answer anytime they call in that particular situation? Yeah, and I, I've I've experienced that a lot. It's really, really hard out here in these streets. Um, and so when when that happens, that lets me know that that is definitely not a person for me because I am a business person. I have other things going on. And if you require that much time and you expect me to stop whatever I'm doing, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? At the drop of the dime, whenever you call, then you're not considering you have, you know what I mean? It's not going to work. So I go ahead and eliminate that. Um, for the female, yes, men or women, vice versa, could be doing whatever else. They could be in the middle of having sex, but they could not be. You understand? I, I understand that time is very important. And I understand that we make time for whatever we want to do. So if I haven't heard from somebody, that's because they didn't want to call me. I ain't tripping. If they wanted to talk to me, they would call me and vice yeah. versa. If I wanted yeah. to talk to them, I would call them. There are some times we may get caught up. We may get busy. But guess what? We're going to call and say, hey, I'm a little busy right now. Do, 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 do. I'll talk to you later da, 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 or whatever the case may be. But you know when someone's interested in you or not, you don't have to force it. You understand? Yeah. So to me, that's that's what be happening. You trying to make him call you, trying to put him on a time schedule. Boo, he ain't that interested. Or he was really, he's busy. And if he's busy and you don't understand that, you know, and I, I've been in the opposite situation where I had someone that wanted to FaceTime me everywhere I was, every time I did an event, every time I, you know, and then I realized they ain't have nothing going on. That's why they could demand that from me. And at first I thought it was cute, like, <laughs> he loved me, you know what I mean? No, he ain't got nothing else going on. Okay, I just needed you to say that, because I, I, I was flabbergasted by the, I, I, I text you nine minutes later. I was I was just like, what the, what, what's going on? Yeah, they ain't, they ain't ready. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. That's okay. I, I, and, and that is okay. 
You're yeah. right. That is okay. Then they'll have to be ready. Kim, before we get up out of here, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. I know where to find you. I know you are, uh, I don't know how to describe it. You are my favorite Facebook f- facilitator. You are, I consider one of my homies. You are, I admire you for what you do, for doing good in the hood. I admire you for the groups you, you create and the community you create. Um, and I, I personally thank you to shit. I think I've expressed that before. If I have not, I'll say it on my platform. I thank you to shit. And with all due respect, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, I hope you take this in the best way. I know I don't say everything the best way all the time, but you got the nicest ass, like, uh, dear God, your ass is just, ah. I, I expect my girls to be jealous of you because that, that thing, that thing be thanking that thing be thanking. Um, respectfully, respectfully, with that love. Tough. With love. Thank you. And that wasn't just ratchet. That was with love. So, Kim, I fuck with you. I love you. I appreciate um, everybody you've introduced me to because a lot of my best friends that I met in Georgia, I met through you. And people might not get that part when I say, oh, she got this group and she did. Dog, most of my friends I met through fucking Kim. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, that's huge to me. Yeah. You created, brought me my friends when I moved to a different state. So I'm eternally grateful. And you got a popping ass uh, live that you let me come on and talk my stuff and you don't judge me on it. And um, I just wanted to give you that. And I wanted you to let everybody else know where they can find you if they want the same love you give me. Like, if you want to find her, this where she at. Right. Hey, you know what? I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I am so honored to be on your show, uh, on your podcast. I am KJ. So on Instagram, I'm World of KJAX. World of KJAX. Kim. I'm uh, a nonprofit that now speaks of, new speaks of, is called Doing Good in the Hood. D G I T H USA. D I G H D G I T H USA. Doing Good in the Hood. You can find me. Uh, but uh, my personal is World of K Jacks. I'm on Instagram, on Facebook. I am Kimada. I'm Kimada Johnson. You can find me. On the name of my world, if you want to go look me up, it's called KJ World. And we have a good time in KJ World. I love bringing people together, bringing communities together, bringing people together. I love the idea of being my brothers and sisters keeper, taking care of one another, because that's what we do. Doing good in the hood is not just our name. It's what we do. We take care of each other. Now, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's been long overdue. And you have an open invitation. I will be calling you. I, I might give you a break in September, but in October, I will be hitting you up to come back on. So awesome. you know, get used to it. I, I expect this to be every other month. You hear me? I love me. it. You cool with that? Yeah, yeah, I'll be ready. There it is. There it is. And um, let's see, what else? What can we leave on with? I would say don't judge a book by its cover. When you are receiving love from someone, learn to accept it. And don't question niggas about why they answer the call. 
you want to leave them with some some final words of wisdom, Kim? That's good. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like how you threw that in there. Okay, so let me <laughs> leave. Uh, let me leave some final words, guys. Listen, uh, I shared when we opening up when we opened up the show. I shared my up and my down, my high and my low. You know what I'm saying? So, my final words of wisdom are to you to whatever you aspire to do, see it through. See it through. Don't give up on your dreams because your dreams ain't going to give up on you. There it is. And in the words of the most famous uh, card game players of the world, Uno, <laughs> we out. <laughs> <laughs>